Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. This episode is for my sweet friends in high school or heading into high school. I have had this conversation on my heart to have a podcast episode specifically dedicated to this beautiful season of life. Yes, beautiful, full of purpose and so tender and, you know, not without struggle and not without challenges, but just really to be able to speak into some of the areas that we struggle with in high school. I had my amazing friend Megan from She Lives Purposely on the show, and we talked about some of the major struggles that we have in high school, like body image, identity, finding friends, just those difficulties, not knowing what the future holds, feeling pressure to have life and college and everything figured out. We talked about some of those ideas ideas and just spoke into um, what God's word says about those struggles and how to be a light, how to be a better friend, how to um, just really be bold in our faith and not wait for the next season, but really to get to know God and really to dig into our faith here and now in high school. If you're listening to this conversation and you're not in high school anymore, but you know someone who is or someone who is entering that stage, would you send them this episode? Would you um, feel the confidence and the boldness um, to encourage someone else in this conversation? I really pray that this episode, full of the richness that it is, Megan was such a joy to have this back and forth conversation with. I just really pray that it touches the hearts of those who 
don't want to be stagnant in their faith and want to be a better friend and want to um, just really know their worth and identity in high school because it's such a formative time. I really pray that that is the um, result of this episode. So feel free to send this to a friend that may it may encourage. All right, without further ado, I know you're going to want to dive into this conversation. So here is my episode with Megan. Hey friends, as highly requested, I have a really fun friend on the podcast to kind of kick off the year. Megan and I have been preparing for this conversation for months, and although it may have seemed like there were a lot of things that just kind of happened and derailed like this from actually happening, it's like totally God's time, and I'm so grateful to have this conversation about high school and all of the things. We're going to get into it. You're going to hear it all, but Megan, before we get into the show, would you share with our audience a little bit about who you are, what you're passionate about, and then also something that you're loving, a favorite thing that you're loving in your life right now? Oh my gosh, yes. Well, it's such a joy to be here. I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, But yeah, my name is Megan. I am a wife, a sister, a daughter. I just got married last year. Um, Was my most favorite day ever. My passion is to just encourage women in their walk with Christ, to equip them in their walk with Christ. Um, And I do that through my platform, She Lives Purposefully which is a podcast. We have Bible studies, um, other resources, an Instagram community. Um, And then, okay, so my favorite thing at the moment, I was listening to other episodes trying to get like ideas from what other people have said (laughs) too. Um, But I feel like I was really toying with like what direction to go in. I feel like this is kind of a shallow favorite thing, but I have been loving my (laughs) – I have been loving my gua sha lately, like the stone, um, and I use it, yeah, in my morning face routine, and it just feels bougie, and it's Mm -hmm. calming, and I genuinely feel like it has helped my skin. So yeah, that's just something small that I'm I'm loving lately. Yeah, that is so fun. Wait, okay. So I know they have like the rollers, but they also have like the little, it's like a curved thing. So what are the benefits of that? Because I've seen it everywhere and I have like a little like jade roller, but I never know like what I'm yeah. doing and if it's like doing anything. So I just don't. So yeah, funny. this could be, no, this could be totally wrong. I feel like since I said it, I should know more about it, but I, okay. it's really mostly for the um, cutesy aspect of it, but right. I know that it helps to like, I think it's de-inflame and also what's the word? Like kind of purge out toxins. Cause there's oh, yeah. two different, yeah. I think over here, like on the sides of your face drainage points. So it helps to kind of yeah. drain out like toxins from your face. And for, I have struggled with acne for mm. as long as I can remember. Yeah. And truly when I started doing the gua sha, like my skin started to clear up so much along with other things. Like I started using vitamin C, you know, and like sunscreen stuff. But um, I feel like it really helps. And my cousin who does skincare was the one who got me on it and started doing it. And she was like explaining that process, you know. So I think it's draining different, yeah, toxins in your skin. That's my understanding of it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I think it's something so like, like you said, it's like cutesy and kind of fun. And you feel like you're doing like an at-home spa thing. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what's the hurt, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I yeah, I really do. Big fan, that, definitely. That is yeah. so fun. I feel like it's the it's the year of good skin, lots of water, all of your vitamins, oh all the things. Yes. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Me too. I definitely need to be drinking more water. I got one of I have like a um a simple modern water bottle. Oh, yes, I think yes. um yeah, Sadie had a brand deal. I don't know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah. I love them. And at first when I got it, 
I was drinking water like crazy, like hydration. It was so good. And then I got back into like, I need to be drinking way more because I'm slacking big time, but so good for you. So that has been me like my whole life. I've always been super hydrated. And then this last year, well, I would say like the first couple months of having my son, I was really good because I'm like, okay, got to stay hydrated. Um, Mm. And I am now, but I'm just not as much as I was. And I got like four, it just randomly coincidentally got four Yetis for Christmas this year. Oh, wow. A couple of coffee ones, but two of them are water ones. And then I already have like two other Yeti water bottles. So I have like so many, it's like too much. I was telling you about decluttering. (laughs) I probably need to get rid of some of them or give them away. But I'm like, okay, now I have no excuses because I literally have a million. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All the hydration. Yeah. Literally too much, never enough. But that was so fun. Thank you for sharing. It's not shallow at all. It is such a fun way to start the conversation. Um, but Megan, we have been brainstorming about this episode about high school. And for you sweet friends listening that are in high school or perhaps are entering into high school very soon, this is for you. If you have a friend that is in high school, um, just send this episode. No matter what they're walking through, um, we're going to be diving into a lot of topics that are hopefully going to encourage them and their faith and to stand firm because Megan, I don't know about you, but I feel like my high school experience personally, and then those I've talked to high school was one of the most formative times of their, not only their lives, but their faith, even looking back. And so this is a conversation so, so needed. So first of all, Megan, would you tell us a little bit about your high school experience? What did that look like? What were highs, lows, um, all that thing, all the things just to start? Yeah, yeah. So I went to a small private Christian high school. My mom actually worked there as a teacher, and it's connected to our church where my dad's a pastor. So I feel like I was really connected, involved, and like surrounded by support and people who loved the Lord, which was really cool. Um, So I loved high school, especially the last two years. I feel like, though, in the first two years and even all throughout, I really struggled with like feeling included or I guess not feeling included, comparison, insecurity. Um, And two, I actually struggled with a lot of faith doubts, like doubting my faith in high school. Um, But I agree so much that it was such like crucial years because I think I really in that season was able to start to learn how to wrestle with different doubts that I was having, seek them out, seek the Lord for those things. Um, And then to, you know, dive into things like insecurity, comparison, and all of that. One big high of high school is that's actually where I met my husband. Um, Oh, I didn't know you were high school sweethearts. Well, sort of. of. We sort sort of. of, yeah, we yeah. didn't date until, yeah, until after college. So okay. we kind of okay. went our separate ways. We did go to our school's like prom together. It was a banquet. Um, so we had like crushes on each other, but nothing happened until way later. But we did meet I in high school. It. So that's definitely, <laughs> yeah, a pro. How about you? Yeah. What's your high school experience like? Yeah, totally. So on the flip side, although I live and grew up in a smaller town, um, I went to a pretty big high school, public high school. So on the flip side, different experience. But what I was going to say was that even though I went to a public high school and it was bigger and it wasn't connected to a church or anything, like I just want to say like private schools are not exempt from students feeling these things and struggling. Like it just goes to show you that you got to make your faith your own and that a school won't save you. And, you know, going to this or that won't save you. Like it's really a time where we find our own, no matter where we are, which is really interesting. And if you're in a private school situation or public situation, like hear us out on that. But yeah, so I went to a public high school. It was my graduating class was like 
I mean, compared to some schools around here, it was small. But our graduating class, I think we ended with 350. And then our entire school was like, maybe like 1600. So we were like a 5A school or something like that. Um, but I felt like I knew a lot of people there. And so community was pretty good. But my biggest struggles, I think, were definitely getting into the wrong crowd. I have grown up knowing the Lord my whole life. I accepted him when I was um, a really, really young girl. Um, my parents have been involved in ministry for a long time. Um, and yet I, around sophomore year, just kind of wanted to experiment with different friends, which is necessarily not like, not like a bad thing, but like I experimented in the wrong crowds. I let people with not the greatest influence influence me. And it really was that time where I kind of strayed from the Lord. I strayed from really following him. I wasn't as involved in youth group and that community because I had found this group. And so that was probably my biggest struggle that first half of high school. Um, and I guess, I don't know, really one of my biggest themes. And I feel like finding identity and like really letting other people tell me who I was and letting other people, um, trying to please other people instead of pleasing God. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. And then also another thing, last thing, just so many things, but I think my biggest thing, biggest like top three for the last one is just really feeling like I had to have life figured out. And I don't know, yes. I feel like it's, it's something that maybe people don't realize is a pressure put on us, but teachers, even sometimes our parents, my parents were great, but sometimes parents, sometimes other students really pressure you to have that four-year degree figured out, you know, have that right away, know what you're going to do even before you graduate high school. And I really struggled with that because I fed into that. And then I realized later that I'm like, what am I even doing this for? And I felt mm. rushed. I felt like I wasn't really following the Lord because I was just trying to please 
and give in to pressure. And so those are the biggest things I feel like I struggled with in high school. Um, for me, very similar. A high though, is I did start dating my husband when oh I was, we were so little, it's crazy. We were 17. We had just like finished our junior year. So we were pretty small when we started dating, but we met then. And that was a really sweet high to high school for sure. Um, and then a couple years later we got engaged. So um, it's kind of fun to be able to be like one of those high school sweethearts. So, <laughs> yeah, that is so sweet. My husband loves to say that we're high school sweethearts. And I'm like, we're actually like, we're not. But I love just that idea of it, just like meeting that person and being yeah. with them since that mm-hmm. time. That is so sweet. And growing together too. Like, yeah. because I feel like college is such like a transforming year as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I guess that season, whether whatever you end up doing, whether it's college or straight into working or whatever it is, like those years are also huge. So just to be able to walk through your person within that, Mm -hmm. like is so, so sweet. I love that. There's been so much growth. I got to tell you, there's, I mean, there's definitely pros. I mean, there's only a few cons, but it outweighs it. I feel like when you're growing up with someone like that, there has to be even more grace because there's like maturity is so tender in that time, but it's just, it's, it's a blessing if possible. Um, but as we talk about kind of those things that we've struggled with, Megan, a few of those things that you ch- like you chatted about, you know, about just like the faith doubts and just struggling to find your identity. How are, um, you know, how did God use those moments to refine you even, even now, even as you're older? But what yeah. would you say to the girl maybe struggling with her faith doubts, maybe struggling to find her identity or even those friend group struggles in high school right now? What would you say to her? Because I remember when I was in high school, I just felt like I was in the thick of it. I felt like there was, it, it just felt kind of overwhelming because yeah, yeah it, it was just a lot. So what would you say to that girl who may be struggling with those things? Yeah, absolutely. I think one big thing that kind of overarches all of them that I know if somebody had said it to me would have just felt so relieving is that the yeah. Lord goes before you. So mm-hmm. in whatever doubts you're struggling with that you're worried about how that's going to play out, and whatever worries you have about about the future and like maybe what school to go to next or what like next year looks like or whatever it is. And then even friendships too. Like if there's, I don't know, a friendship fight that's going on and you're wondering how that's going to affect your whole life or, you know, wanting to feel included, the Lord goes before you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I felt like that is such something, even honestly, transparently something that I am still working in now is just like the Lord is going before me in every season that I have. I think it's a truth that we need to cling to long term. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I feel like that's just such a big one and to really seek him in all of it. And I know that's such like a general piece of advice um, and that's something that everybody says, but to really diligently, despite how you're feeling, seek the Lord and choose to do that every single day is also going to impact all of those areas as well. It's going to affect like maybe insecurity that you might feel with friends or it's going to affect those faith doubts and like pouring into that area of your life um, and worry about the future too. So I feel like those are overarching pieces of encouragement that I would give, but I, yeah, I'm happy to dive into each one too because it's all just so important and I, I feel like they're very common struggles for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that you kind of gave that permission slip and that reminder because it is something so foundational that we often forget because I think sometimes you overcomplicate it and we're looking for this or that when it's really just remembering that God goes with you, goes before you, behind you, he's with you. Mm -hmm. That's so important. Something that I thought of when you were speaking too is that 
those faith doubts that you may experience, even the doubts in your identity, the doubts in your purpose, the doubts in where you should be going, you know, for university, you know, afterwards, like there's so many doubts. I feel like in high school, there's so many questions. And what I have learned and with those questions that I had in high school, I wish that I would have asked more questions. I wish Mm. I wouldn't have been afraid of the questions. I wish that I would have taken those questions to um, not only a trusted mentor or someone at my church or my youth group or my parents even, but I would have taken them to the Lord because the Lord is not afraid of our questions. The Lord is not afraid of our doubts. The Lord wants us to come to him with our questions and our concerns because oftentimes those, those questions, those doubts, those, those concerns, those frustrations, it, when, when they go unspoken, when they go unconfronted, we just start to believe what the enemy will feed us. And we start to believe what we think is truth instead of going to God who has the truth and the answers. And so just an encouragement that if you're walking through any question about your identity, about what boy you should date, if you, if you should date, you know, <laughs> what, what like college you should go to, like who you really are, what God says about your body image. Cause that's a huge thing too. Like any of those yeah. questions, like take them to the Lord and open up the word. And like, I don't know, Megan, I'm, I'm sure you know this too. Like I wish I would have dug into Christian community even more in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, like I had this bout of just not the greatest influences. And I started to believe that I had to, which I do, I was called to minister to them to be a light. But my problem was that I wasn't, I wasn't like right with the Lord and I wasn't right with him so that I wasn't really shining to those people. And instead they were influencing me. And so yeah. to get in that community and have those people speak truth over you to, to answer and encourage you in those doubts that you have is so, so key. I, I just, I just wish I would have done more of that community. And that's something I would just share with you friend in high school. I just would really encourage you to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, although I feel like we have different high school experiences, I think that's such a common and, you know, like almost not universal, but for lack of a better word, like universal struggle is wanting to like maybe not seek the Lord. You're not seeking the Lord as much as you wish that you were or whatever it is. And I think I see that in my own high school experience too, where I think it was like, I really tried to diligently seek the Lord throughout high school, but I think it really wasn't until college until I realized like, oh my gosh, this isn't something that I have to strive for. I'm not earning favor. And to even like be starting to compare myself to other people and be like, well, they're not as much. So maybe I don't need to be like pursuing the Lord as much. Like I can just like hang out and do whatever. And I feel like with all of that, even, and just when you were talking to, like, I think sometimes we need to give ourselves like the permission to know that we're not too young. We're not too anything to have an incredible relationship with him and to start living, you know, like she lives purposefully, but like start living with purpose today. Like you're not, it's not like weak. It's not silly. It's not, you know, too goody two shoes or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Like, like you're saying, like the Lord is the one who holds all truth. He's the one, he's the most important thing in our lives. He knows the beginning from the end. He like is the definition of love and all things that are good. And we have permission to seek him. And that's so incredible. So like, this is the greatest thing that could ever happen to us, like that could ever be in our lives. And it's okay and good and necessary to seek him now. Um, 
And to jump into that, because, you know, we could wait years. And I think a lot of us do. We wait until later on and we start to kind of maybe have fun or fall into this trap of like just wanting to fit in with everybody else. Um, And I think sometimes those are even struggles that last way past high school for sure. But to know that like really reevaluating this perspective, like what is the most important thing? Let me really pursue that um, and know that I'm not too young to have this incredible, powerful relationship with the Lord. That's good. Yeah. We don't have to, high school doesn't have to be a time where we coast. It doesn't be like, like, oh, this is an in-between time because college seems like the epitome or marriage and kids seem like the epitome, which I'm going to tell you, having like married and having a beautiful boy, which is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's not going to fulfill everything I need because that's God. And don't get me wrong. I am so thankful. This is the best time of my life, but I am so reminded all at the same time that I need God more than anything. And that although I have this, that it's true. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. I'm sure, you know, Megan too, to an extent being married, like it's the greatest thing ever. And you know, your dreams of, you know, being married or having a family someday friend, like are real and they're beautiful and they're the best. Like, I got to tell you, there's so much amazingness to look forward to, but like knowing that, like when you're in it, when you see who God is and you see where you're at, you're like, Lord, like you truly have made me for you. And these are great blessings, but I cannot, I cannot do anything without you. I cannot find satisfaction apart from you. And I'm learning that to a whole new level. And so knowing that, like, just maybe if you feel like you're in this season of like high school, just seems like I'm, I'm just trying to get to the next thing. I'm just trying to get through it. You know, like Megan was saying, I'm just trying to like, just maybe fly under the radar and just kind of chill out because I know then life will start. I hear that from a lot of people. It's like, you know what? I got to get through yeah. this or I got to do this before the next season of life happens because then I, I can't live. I can't do this or that. But like knowing that like we miss so much in the middle, we miss so much when we're looking way past. I, I think it's not believing that God has something really cool for us where we are, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, that last sentence just reminds me too of um, Ephesians 2.10, which is a big verse for me. And it talks about how like we are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And I think it aligns so much with what you're just saying right now is that like the Lord already has things that he's called us to do every single day. Like the Lord has something for us to step into, to love people a certain way, to like preach the gospel to what, you know, whatever it may be. And the Lord has something not in the future. Well, yes, in the future, but not just in the future, but for right right now. And I just love that last sentence, especially that you said, they're just like believing that the Lord has something for me today and I can and should and would benefit so much in walking in that. And like you're saying too, like this season, marriage, like just the sweetest, 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 but nothing compares to like the relationship with God and being exactly where God has you to be and following him. Like it's nothing compares to that, you know? And yeah, yeah. King Solomon said in um, just in Ecclesiastes, he was just saying how he's had it all. He's gotten it all. He's just, he's reached the top. He has all the money. He has, he had many wives, which is not anything to be praised, but you know, in his <laughs> eyes in that, in that time, you know, it was multiple wives kind of thing was just like, it was just the, the life, you know, but he's like, I have it all. I've, I've built empires. I've built kingdoms and and yet he's like, I see it all as, as worthless in, in comparison to knowing Christ. And so 
I don't know. I, I just really appreciate that, Megan. I appreciate just the reminder of being like, hey, like God, I know they have a purpose for me now. Help me to believe it and help me to see it. Because some people mm-hmm. believe that we, God's will is unchanging. God's will is fixed. But we can miss the things that he has for us in a day. We can mm-hmm. miss the opportunities that he has. And so I don't want us to be people who look back and say, oh, I obviously like, Sometimes, you know, we got we got to really be in tune with the spirit to see the opportunities that he has for us. But I don't want to yeah. be people because I have where I look back and say, oh, I missed that. I saw that opportunity like it was clear. I felt it in my spirit. I felt some kind of nudge. I felt like it was something I should do, but I didn't do it out of timidity or whatever that was. And so I want us to be people that like, you know, like Timothy says that you are never too young. <laughs> do not let yeah. people look down on you because you're young. Don't feel like when you're in high school, you can't do anything because you're ill-equipped. The really cool thing is that God equips you. That's one of the biggest things where it's like, people are like, I feel like I'm not equipped to spread the gospel in high school. I don't feel like I'm equipped to be a good friend. I don't feel like I'm equipped to lead a Bible study. You know, what's really cool is that God's word is right here and it can equip you today. It can equip you every day. And so don't feel like you need to walk into a situation, you know, fully competent in God's word and perfect because you're not going to be, but you can armor up knowing that God will help you and he will reveal that to you. Like just daily obedience and knowing that God will use you. You know, I just, I, I just feel like that was the same way with me too. I felt like I was too young. I felt like I had to, you know, mature more, but like, I've just been thinking about a lot is that the Lord if we let him day by day, he promises to sanctify us, to mature us and to conform us into the image of his son. And so trusting and believing that and walking in that confidence that God has given you is so, so important. And I wish, I feel like maybe this episode is a lot of my wishes, <laughs> if I could have that, but I really wish I did that more in high school, Megan. I, I really do. Yeah. No, I think even just when you were talking about like how, you know, the Lord's will is unchanging and like his plans are unchanging, but like we can absolutely miss out on things if we're not like in tune with him and in his spirit. And I feel like I agree in the sense that I don't think I really started doing that until college, like maybe, you know, year one or year two of college where I really started like every single day actually asking the Lord, like, Lord, give me opportunity today. Like, who should I be praying for? Who should I be loving? Like, give me eyes for the people that you want me to reach out to. That whole kind of idea where you're like really open hands, like I am your vessel today. Let like use me, work in me, move in me. Like, and not even just in how I reach other people, but just in how you transform me as a person. And In doing that, I think two things. One, I wish that I started doing that sooner. And the other thing is I just want to like preach on the mountaintops, like for everybody to be doing that because it really becomes those best seasons of your life where you look back and you're like, this is exactly where the Lord had me and I was an open vessel for him to use and he used me greatly and I wasn't too young and I could have started sooner. And now is the time. Like if you're not doing it and you wish that you were, start now. Maybe you're not even in high school, but you're listening to this episode. Like start now even. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be at a certain time or whatever. But anyway, all of that to say is you were saying like, we can miss out on those day-to-day things. And if I hadn't prayed for those opportunities, I probably would have missed them. If I wasn't in tune, like seeking Mm -hmm. Jesus every single day, I probably would have missed a lot of things that the Lord had for me in those college years. And I wonder what I did miss in those high school years too, you know, looking back. 
Yeah, absolutely. What would you say to the girl who's like, okay, Megan, Tara, I hear you. I want to be able to maximize every single day I have, like, no matter how tired I am, no matter how much I dislike my teachers, no matter how hard (laughs) it is to wake up every day and get to school, I want to maximize that time. And I want to be serious about my faith while also loving others. What are some small things Small things meaning like they seem kind of obvious and ordinary, but actually are really important. Like what are some small things that you could encourage our friends in high school listening to literally do like tomorrow, like after Christmas break is over, which I'm pretty sure everyone's back to school. But like, what would you encourage people in to do just while they're walking the halls, while they're in class at lunch? Like how can we make this so practical? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. I feel like the first thing that comes to mind is before you even step in, like to be in prayer with God, even if that's like you're walking into the building and you say a short prayer of like, Lord, use me today, work in mm-hmm. me today. And that's it. I feel like that is so powerful. Um, but I think too, like you're talking about like being in the hallway, interacting with different people. I that's such a good question trying to think through practically I don't mean to put you on the spot I'm thinking too (laughs) no no it's so good I I really think and it ties into that prayer beforehand looking for ways to love people well I think is a huge aspect because then I think that will tie into who do I share the gospel with today because that's loving or how do I you know like and and those kind of doors start to open up when you're talking with one person or maybe you're smiling at somebody who looks sad you know across the way in the hallway different ways that you can be loving and be Christ-like um all happen I think in those small little moments and just giving a helping hand where it's needed and um smiling and loving but I think a big part of that really comes from asking for opportunities because sometimes they will literally fall in your lap because mm-hmm. God puts it right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, something that came to mind too, when I was talking is my, my, my husband, um, entered our high school, like, I think it was end of sophomore year. So he transferred like, you know, halfway through the year and he didn't know really anyone. He probably knew a handful of people. And that was only because um, a mutual friend had just let a lot of people know like via like text or Snapchat. Like it was super random. He's like, hey, this kid's coming to, you know, high school, like make sure to like say hi to him. And from that, like, I'm not saying you have to like, you know, do this text blast or whatever, but just like from noticing someone and just being like, Lord, give me courageous faith and give me boldness just to be like, Hey, come sit with me at lunch. That is what happened to Michael, my husband, you know, that first day there, people were aware that he was new, but there was a lot of people who were like, Hey, come sit with us at lunch. He was never alone his first day. And then from that, he was never alone because people had made friends with him that first day. Hmm. And something that I, I used to help lead middle school at my church that I grew up at before I got married. And the biggest thing that I noticed that was a struggle for middle school, which is a totally different topic, but um, I feel like it can apply for us, you know, as we talk about high school, but that middle schoolers didn't want to come back often when they didn't want to come back was because they weren't, um, they were introduced, they weren't welcomed in, um, we're, you know, we're very clicky people sometimes. And so yeah. when someone new comes in, even when someone's not new, but someone is just aching for friends, um, sometimes they're they don't have the gumption and they don't have the, um, the boldness to go out and, you know, put themselves out there. But through the Holy Spirit, can we, like, can we be empowered to do yeah. that for someone else? And that is one of the biggest stepping stones I feel like for me, because that first half of my high school experience, I wasn't very inclusive. And the second half, I'm like, okay, I really need to get outside of myself. And I thought, what was the worst that could happen? 
they would say no, or, you know, no, I don't want to sit with you at lunch, or they wouldn't even respond because they were, you know, too afraid. And, you know, then I at least tried, you know, what's the worst that can happen. And if we think through that for a second, it's like, it's really not that bad. We may be embarrassed for a moment or someone rejects us, but I would rather be embarrassed and rejected than miss out on an opportunity to love someone because that could change the trajectory of not only their high school experience of having um, been loved and having a friend group, but having them meet Jesus in a tangible way. Like you never yeah. know. Um, and so for me, I feel like that not only how can I get things out of the high school experience, it's how can I give back to other people in my high school experience? Because often we look for ways that it's like, how can I build myself up in the face, which is great. It's good. But one of the biggest ways is serving other people and looking outside of ourselves. And so that's just like something practical I would encourage you to do is look for someone who's maybe, you know, on the outskirts, um, eating by themselves or looks like they're kind of always a loner. Um, just go up and say, hi, sit with us, um, be intentional, ask questions, get really good at asking questions of getting to know people that in itself will change. I believe with my whole heart that it'll change someone's not only not only their high school experience, but their but their yeah. life. Your radical love and your boldness just to love. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think it just like reminds me of just the importance, yeah, of investing in people and pouring out love onto them, which is exactly who Jesus was. You know, he was always yeah. like seeing those people who are on the outskirts or mm-hmm. um whatever it is and just exuding the love of people. And like you said, like it could have such an impact and change the trajectory of somebody's lives, life and people change people. And that is like the biggest way to make an impact in this world is to really make an impact in one person's life. And I just love that example of literally just inviting somebody to sit at lunch with you. I know from my own experience, it has been so encouraging when somebody has invited me. And I know too from friends that I have now that started with like, oh, will you sit with me? Like maybe at a yes. Bible study or whatever it is, a brand new person. Um, one of my closest friends who was in my wedding started with something like that, just like asking oh. them to sit down next to you. And it. she got saved a couple months after that like interaction. Wow. Yeah. And so I just love that example so much. And I think it's so powerful. Yeah just the little things that we can do that really have such a big impact, just being intentional with people. Totally. And you also never know, like you don't know that person's story and you're not going to know unless you ask, like you could have an incredible sister or brother in Christ in that person. Like if you just have a conversation and get to know them, or you could realize that they don't know the Lord at all. And it's a really cool opportunity to shine a light. And so there's just so much unknown. There's so much that we don't realize unless we like just it's, it seems like a big thing, but it's a really simple thing, right? Just to like say, hi, like, how are you? Like, my name is this, like, come sit with us. And like, just really, really simple things that we often overlook because we feel like we have to do these big things, right? But that's a really big thing. Yeah. And I, I love that too, because I think that's such a big theme with our purpose in general in life is just realizing like, it doesn't have to be this big thing. Like what stadium am I going to speak at? Or like, will I have a million like YouTube subscribers or whatever it may be, but it really starts with the daily things that the Lord puts in front of us to do. So I just love that so much, like the practicality of how we can love people well in high school. I think that's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love this conversation. I think we could have done so many more on this. Um, and friends, if you have more conversations you want Megan and I to have, let us know. We'd love to do it. <laughs> I just feel like we could talk for hours. We were talking a lot before we even started recording. We're like, okay, we gotta like, gotta get to it. But this has been so fun, sweet friend. Thank you for giving your advice and your wisdom on high school. I know like for me, it feels like it was a long time away. Um, and so it feels like yesterday, but also like forever ago, but I'm thankful that we could sit down and talk about it. Um, 
um, and just share our unique experiences and just hit some of the highlights. You're, you're so encouraging. You are such a sweet sister in Christ and I really look up to you and learn so much from you and I know the ladies um, listening to this have too. So thank you for your time. And before we close, would you mind sharing, just reminding the girls again, I know you shared earlier, but reminding them where they can follow you online, where they can find your podcast and your resources and all the things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, it is such a joy to get to talk to you. You are such a light and someone to look up to. So vice versa all the way, but seriously, the Lord is using you so greatly and it's such an honor to be here. Um, but yeah, you can find me basically. She lives purposefully everywhere. That's the podcast, Instagram, my website. Um, So all of those places, just she lives purposefully. And I would be so excited to be able to connect with each and every one of you. So if you come check it out, be sure to message me and say hi. If you love that episode just as much as I did, and if you've been loving this show, I would encourage you as we end this episode, just to take a few minutes and subscribe on any app you're listening to, any app you can find podcasts on, Apple, Spotify, all the things. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the future episodes and amazing friends and conversations and opportunities just to dive deeper into God's word. Also, I would be so grateful if you could take a few moments to leave a rating and review wherever you also listen to podcasts. I truly couldn't do this without you and ratings and reviews are one of the best ways to support this show and to get this word out into more people's lives and so that they can join the Truth Talks with Tara family and know, love, and live God's word together. So I'll see you in next week's episode. Love you.